Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Alicia, good morning. And tell me, you're you're in Glasgow as we speak, but tell us how you got there. You, you took the long road, as it was. We did. We took the long road and the more carbon-friendly road, um, or maybe not road, rather um, ocean. But um, we started. Um, I'm obviously in student accommodation in Cork City. So we all kind of stemmed from Cork City, a train to Dublin and then uh, another train to Belfast. We stayed overnight in Belfast um, and then we got a ferry uh, over to Scotland and then another bus uh, to Glasgow um, and then a train to Edinburgh where we were staying. How long did it all take and why did you decide to do it that way? Um, well, the travelling time of actually being on, you know, transportation is about was about 12 hours. Um, but, you know, obviously we stayed overnight, so it was over two days. Yeah. Um, look, we chose to do it that way because it's, it's, you know, practice what you preach a little bit. Um, it's about half, roughly half the carbon emissions than a flight. We, we did do the maths. Um, and I suppose, look, it's important that, you know, UCC is a, a leading university in sustainability, one of the top 10 uh, most sustainable universities in the world. Yeah. Um, so it's important that, you know, when we're going to conferences like this and we're asking people to change and we're asking politicians to lead the way that, you know, we're not just kind of being hypocritical, really. Yeah. Why is it important for you to be there this week? Um, it's important for a multitude of reasons, I suppose. First of all, um, you know, I'm a young person. Um, I'm a student. Um, I'm the environmental officer in UCC Students Union, so it's great. I get to represent the people who elected me. You know, over four and a half thousand students uh, voted for me, so that's that's important. First of all, and second of all, I suppose on a on a grander scheme of what we need to do in terms of combating climate change. Um, again, I'm here with UCC in week one, and in week two, I'm with World YMCA. So, um, I suppose from the YMCA perspective, we're trying to bring as many voices to the table. So voices from places like Ghana, from the US, and um, from Peru. Um, so it's really important that, you know, we have a diverse range of voices yeah. coming to the table. And this is a huge issue at COP anyway. Um, you know, a lack of kind of representation from youth, marginalised communities, indigenous peoples. Um, so that's just, you know, only obviously one reason why it's important that, you know, it's not just, um, you know, doctors and academics here, but also young people who are, you know, concerned for the future. Yeah, You're there for a specific event next week. Tell me about that. Yeah, so the event I'm um, I'm going to be part of next week is uh, called The Power of Investing in Youth-Led Solutions. 
and it's actually on a ferry, um, which is very interesting, um, considering I can't swim as well. <laughs> um, uh, it's going to be in a ferry just a couple of minutes uh, from the COP venue. Um, it's open and, and free tickets, um, and I'm, I'm also aware I think it's streamed online. Um, so um, it's, a, it's about basically a, a group of us four on a panel having a conversation about, you know, what it's like to be a young person involved in like advocacy and, and the barriers to that. And also how people, not just the government, but how organizations, groups, institutions, you know, secondary schools and um, the media can invest in us um, mm. and help us, you know, just like you're doing here now, like just having a conversation, listening to us, uh, getting our voices out there. And uh, the best way to do that, the best way to support us, you know, also hardships we've had and, and, and bad experiences we've had and to share those to kind of shed a light in the hopes that, you know, people can not do it that way as well yeah. um, and, and, and do things better for, you know, the upcoming activists, the upcoming Greta Thunberg and, and upcoming um, groups like us. Yeah. Talking to young people during the week, as we have been on the programme about COP26, it's, it's very important to younger people. Make, care to tell me why, Alicia? Yeah, well, I suppose it, it's the science um, that's out there um, that's, you know, we've known for a long time, but I think, um, you know, obviously the whole Fridays for Future movement has elevated, um, you know, just how um, we're at a crux point, really, of where we need to change and we, we need to take action, um, not, as, not just governments, but people and civil society and and groups like UCC and YMCA to support people. So I think it's important because we, you know, young people, we're, we're, we haven't really gone through life and, and, and dealt with all the things of like professional careers and stuff like that. So I think we see it as it is and um, without any kind of, um, you know, shadowing or, you know, shadows in our eyes or anything like that or possibly money in our eyes. We just see it is what it is for what it is. And that's that it, we're facing a huge... The, the most paramount, um, you know, global emergency. I mean, if you sat here and listened, uh, as I've done, to the people who are the worst affected by this, you know, their homes literally destroyed, you know, family members just being wiped out, whole families being wiped out, friends, the amount of young people I've met this week, their, their friends have died. Like, it's just, it's terrible. And they're saying, you know, this is because of climate change. And it is. And we know that because that's what the top scientists in the world tell us. And it's it's frustrating then for you know people like me who come from places like Ireland that aren't, you know, visually affected yet detrimentally by climate change. And it's hard to not think we should be doing more. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be attending one of the Friday events as well, won't you, Friday for Change? Yeah, so the Fridays for Future strike um, is uh, on uh, Friday. Um, and there's also a, a march um, on Saturday for climate justice as well. So I hope to attend both of those as well, show solidarity. Do you think that the, the leaders inside in the big conference hall, like, do they take notice of groups like that outside? I, I think they do. I think, I mean, if you look at um, the climate conversation before, you know, the, ins the instigation in the beginning of Fridays for Future, um, it was there. You know, the science was obviously there. There was groups, there's been groups talking about climate change for years and many activists before Greta Thunberg and, and many after her, I'm sure. But I, I think that was a turning point um, where, you know, it can be quite powerful when young people, you know, start striking and, and taking days off school um, because they care so much about something. 
Um, and I think at the at the beginning, certainly pre-COVID times, having the amount of thousands, you know, I remember in Cork, I was at the first one, I think mm. we had over 10,000 young people, you know, kind of storming the streets and, and, and outside City Hall in Cork. So, it was, you know, it was quite um, uh, emotional and just uh, powerful. And I think a lot of conversations happened in homes then, you know, when, when young people, teenagers decided to take the day off school. And of course, many families supported them and parents said, you know, good on you, go for it. Um, so I think um, they do uh, definitely before COVID, I know COVID had an impact on the strikes, obviously it wasn't possible. Um, but I think tomorrow um, on Friday and also um, Saturday, I think it will be impactful because it's happening just outside the doors of the venues where um, you know, these converse, these serious conversations about, you know, our future is happening. I don't know if you had a chance to, to read through or see beyond the headlines of the climate action plan that the government has just released. Uh, there's a lot to take in in that plan. But from what you can see, uh, what do you make of it? Um, it's been such a hectic day here, so I'm, I'm yet to, to have a look at it. Um, I know that um, when Michal Martin was here on Taoiseach, um, making his speech the other the other day in in the plenary, um, I know that he had agreed to give two hundred twenty five million a year until twenty twenty five, which mm. was doubling our efforts towards um, towards um, developing countries and um, marginalised communities, which I think is a really good step in the right direction. Um, you know, that's obviously just one thing, mm. um, but again, from like a climate finance perspective and supporting the countries most affected, it's, it's, it's crucial. And he seems to be accepting now uh, very much so that there is no choice but to do this. Yeah, it's, it seems so. I mean, how many people, I suppose, have we heard say that? Um, and, mm. you know, I think what, what matters is um, the words here matter. I think the conference matters. Um, you know, a lot of what you see and what you hear about COP is, is, is really just what you see and hear. A lot of the stuff, the negotiators, the, the people actually making the change aren't in the room um, and they'll never get into the room. Um, so I think that's important. But I think, look, what will matter is what we see over the next span. You know, will, will actions follow the words? Um, particularly, you know, Michal Martins. <laughs> I was just going to, to finish by asking you that, Alicia. I mean, there you are in the thick of it right now, watching this and observing this. And in, in, in 10 years' time, what do you hope will have been achieved from these discussions? I mean, as, as a young person facing into a career and life and all those things. Um, well, I'd like to not be doing this <laughs> by the time I'm 30. Um, I'd like to you know, uh, stop devoting my life to, um, you know, trying to create this change and, and, and trying to, you know, fight for something that I just shouldn't have to fight for, really. Um, so I, I'd like that to happen. But um, from a, obviously a, a climate change perspective, you know, we do, that whole 1.5 degrees is so important. And, you know, I'd be surprised, um, you know, if we got to a point where we're not obviously going over two degrees at this point. But we do need the, you know, the reduction in carbon emissions by 2030. Now, I know, like, we have a legally binding mandate to cut by 51% in greenhouse gases by 2030. Um, now, whether that will happen or not, uh, you know, this climate action plan hopefully maybe sets out some proper targets for it. Uh, like I said, I'm yet to check. Um, but again, we need a, a structured plan and, and how to do that in the next couple of months to a year. 
and uh, and just put the heads down and do it and do it together. You know, all this blaming of different sectors and groups. I don't think it helps anyone. It's all about coming together, finding a plan where we can all move forward, not leaving anyone in the dark, not leaving anyone to blame and just moving because it's everyone's problem and it's everyone's responsibility, not just one person or one group of people. Alicia, enjoy the rest of the conference and a safe journey home when you are coming back. Thanks very much, PJ. Corks 96 FM. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.